Hello and welcome to Pumped, the Inside Podcast by Schwalbe. I'm your host Tobias Wogon and I'm talking here with Schwalbe athletes from different disciplines, from downhill to cross country or from triathlon to road racing. And today I'm talking to John Fernandez. John is one of three founders of Freerock Madeira, a mountain bike guiding company on the island in the Atlantic Ocean. In this podcast, we're talking about trail building, EWS and their upcoming event, the Trans Madeira. Hey John, thank you so much for taking the time to, to do the podcast with us. Where are you right now? I'm in Funchal in Madeira. It's a pleasure to be here speaking with you. And um, yeah, it's good weather. <laughs> like normally, Madeira is known as Spring Island, so mild temperatures all year round. Great for biking. So yeah. So we, we, we just talked in, uh, before the podcast that I'm in the gray Uh, middle of Germany and I'm still yeah. freezing and then you told me what you see out of your window and I'm pretty True. jealous. <laughs> I imagine I've heard the weather in Central Europe hasn't been that good but it's but, but summer's coming soon you'll be in shorts and t-shirt I'm sure. <laughs> so how, how warm is it at, at your place at the moment? It's about... Halfway through the day, it goes like up to 22, 23 more or less. Uh, but this is at sea level. But mm -hmm. we have loads of our mountains are above 1,400 to 1,800 meters. And up there normally it decreases about um, 8, 10 degrees. It depends if it's cloudy or not, if it's windy. Yeah. So yeah, up there normally it would be like 14, 15 degrees at the moment more or less. Um, great temperature for riding, really. Yeah, yeah. Sound, sounds amazing. So you're one of the founders of Freeride Madeira. Which yeah, is, which I'm is, a Freeride Madeira co-founder, yeah. So you're three three founders, right? Exactly, yeah, yeah. I've got two business partners. And you started in, in 2011. Um, exactly, around did, there. How did you come to do a mountain bike travel agency on an island so far out in the Atlantic? Yeah, good question. Um, I mean, there's been mountain biking going on in Madeira for quite a while. I mean, I, I'm 32 now. I was 12 when I started. Mm -hmm. uh, there's only like, I don't know, four trails around the island. Uh, maybe two of them were purposely built for mountain biking. The others were all old hiking paths that people would have to travel from north to south to, for trading purposes and we would use them for mountain biking it was pretty hard to get into to mountain biking at the time i was into downhill um as all my buddies uh, and yeah it's pretty <laughs> pretty technical terrain to get started so uh things started developing there was always like local downhill races um things started developing slightly uh, a couple more tracks popped by Start appearing, and then in 2010, me and my friends we 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 decided to go on a bike trip to the Alps to Porto Soleil. Mm -hmm. And by then, I already had in mind that Madeira could be a good mountain biking destination, and we could develop a company such as Freeride Madeira. But I didn't know 
uh, if it would work really. I didn't know if we had the potential to do it. No one knew about Madeira really as a mountain biking destination. But after that trip, I was like, wow, I actually live in such an amazing, special, beautiful island that could be better than this. And people would rather go to Madeira than come to the Alps for riding, I'm sure, because the diversity here is incredible. You've got the Alps, and then you've got coastal trails. You've got so many types of, of forest, of vegetation, types of terrain. And and it's all spread. All the, If you move from area to area around the island, you, it seems like you're traveling into a different country because it's all so different from each other. And so that opened my eyes, really. And so... That's when we decided, let, let's move on, let's push this forward, let's start promoting it, let's create content, let's develop new trails around mm-hmm. the island that allows people to actually um, experience it the best way they can and explore Madeira really deeply. And so we started building trails that are more suitable for everyone, not just downhill trails, and we started investing on, um, on trail building right from the start because of course the trails are our main product yeah so unlike la palma or gran canaria where most of the trails are for for hikers and the bikers are just using them you your mountain biking is pretty much all on special for built trails especially for mountain bikes when did you start really building these these trails um i mean Uh, for the company as a full-time job it was in 2014 when we first employed our uh, full-time trail builder Alex Um, I've been building since I started mountain biking really on my local woods you know to 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 ride like seeing New World Desoria at the time and stuff and getting inspired and building shores and stuff and wooden beaches <laughs> but uh, yeah in 2014 is that that's when we started employing trail builders and dedicating ourselves full-time monday to friday 10 to 5 more or less uh, building trails um, and it was yeah yeah for, since 2014 and it's it's something that we decided to invest on from our own pockets from the company mm-hmm. uh, from what we earned from our customers, we were giving it back to the trails because that's what they were coming for. They had to be in good conditions and uh, and safe and flowy and fun. And yeah, especially in the summer, for example, here in Madeira, it, the vegetation grows so crazy. Like the 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 trails just disappear inside the the, the vegetation. So it's yeah. a lot of on the summer. It's a lot of time spending just clearing the trails and throughout the whole year it's uh, just digging improving lines that weren't working out uh, developing new sections of trails opening new trails and yeah, uh, yeah. And that, that's a pretty pretty smart move and i didn't know that you're starting so early to employ full-time um yeah. trail builders that's pretty smart because i spent pretty much my whole racing career in the winter on la palma for 12 years in a row and uh, but we we never really had a trail builder so we did a little bit by ourselves and use all these hiking paths and then we heard that throughout Madeira it's it's growing a little bit and biking on Madeira is growing a little bit and then at one point it just overtook La Palma and so many people went there and we we didn't exactly know why but it's (laughs) it's so cool that you and, and it's so smart that you really decided to 
to employ and, yeah, and spend I the money into traveling. That's that's really true. Cool. And I think there's a lot of people in the industry that don't realize how important the trails are for mountain biking and for the whole industry. Yeah. It's a, it's a shame. I, I wish that there was more brands and more even the lo, the local bike shops in each country or whoever is earning money out of mountain biking should support the trail builders because if there's no good if the trails don't exist they won't be selling bikes yeah and that's right so yeah Yeah. so that's how it goes i think how is it in in madeira can you ride the the whole year round definitely toby that's uh (laughs) one of the things that made us think that we had an advantage to certain other destinations that you can really ride all year round. And when other countries in Central Europe, Northern Europe are, have snow and you can't really ride your bike or it's not the ideal time to ride your bike, you can, you, you, we're here, we're riding. And mm-hmm. we could be riding in, in the middle of January, December, February in like 16 degrees and blue skies and great, and in, in the dust. But you could, like, of course there are days it could be like five degrees and rain, miserable weather, but there's there's so many microclimates in Madeira that normally we could play around with the weather and like go to a different area and the weather there is better. It, normally it's really rare that the whole island is under rain, so and it's how, pretty cool. How is it in the summer? Um, is it too warm it, to ride? Or? No, no, no. It's not too warm. Average temperatures in the summer are 25 degrees. Oh. Up there at the top, it's great. That's and un- and good. in the north, the north, like in the winter, the north side is a bit more wet because the predominant winds are coming from the north. And the trails there normally tend to be quite humid all the time and slippery during the winter. And then in the summer, they're in perfect conditions. It's so good to ride there. Okay. In the, in the park. Yeah. That, that sounds sounds really great. But your main business with all the customers, it's mainly in the in the winter. Or are there coming a lot of yeah. people in the summer? It's in the summer. You don't see so many groups of like dedicated mountain bikers, people that ride often have their own bikes coming. They mm-hmm. see it so much. You start seeing more and more. Uh, it's not as much as the uh, during the other times of the of the year. Um, yeah, but um, but you get a lot of people that just come with their families during the summer and have a normal holiday and take that their time to to take a day or two to, to ride the bikes and then they rent our bikes and so yeah. on. Okay, yeah. that's cool. So over the last few years, Madeira has become one of the most famous spots in in Europe. Um, and also through the EVS, when the when the EVS first started to come uh, to, to Madeira, I think it, it was a really, really boost for yeah for the That's island good. and for the, for the riding um but can the the island handle so many bikers on the trails oh yeah for sure uh, i mean yeah we ews was a big uh target for us since we started the company some more or less at the same time as the ews appeared and we were developing kind of the same kind of riding as the enduro world series and it was yeah we from the first uh, Indoor World Series athletes that came out here to ride with us, they always said, oh, John, this could be such a great venue. And I was like, whoa, great. That's, I have to get in touch with them then. I really have to because it would be a marvelous if you could bring the, the venue to Madeira and really implement Madeira as one of the best mountain biking destinations on earth. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we finally managed to make it happen. We had a few 
a few meetings with Chris Ball and Rico in Italy, and they came here to to check the destination, and they they they, they really liked what they saw for sure. And we ended up being elected to organize uh, the Indoor World Series in Madeira mm-hmm. uh, for two times in 2017, 2019, and it was a great success, especially 2019. And Chris really really loved the that venue. He gave us great feedback of it, said it was one of the best, um, most successful venues organized till that date and super proud of that and it brings a lot of more people to the island, it gives us a more an international reputation yeah. and and people, yeah, that the question was that if there, we can have that much people and if it won't destroy the trails, that's mm-hmm. what a lot of people were thinking even the locals, a lot of locals were thinking that they were afraid that we were going to destroy the scene. But we actually, we the trail wouldn't exist if Freeride Madeira didn't build them, first of all. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then and then they came and uh, actually even made the trails a bit better, to be honest with you. Because, like, good good riders create tend to use the, the, the trails, the terrain a bit more and open up... Um, corners a bit better and then we saw like how actually the trail should be built and what yeah. we need to make them more sustainable yeah. and what we should improve and considering we have a full-time trail building crew after the event we were back to work and uh, the trails were in great shape straight away and even better you know we learned with, with that as well uh, I think we have the capacity to have much more people coming and yeah, I don't think it's a problem really. As long as you have a good planning, uh, trail management, um, it it works for sure. Yeah, ah, great. Um, that was my what, what was my next question. Uh, when you, I mean, you building trails by your own, and you're thinking, okay, they are they are pretty good, and then you have EWS races coming, the the best races and the fastest races in the world, and they are on your on your trails. And um, this is a these riders are on the completely different level. Did you learn something about uh, or from them how to build trails or how they trails should be? Um, yeah. yeah, 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 for sure, for sure, for sure. Uh, especially working with the Indoor World Series uh, with Chris Ball, we we learned a lot from their experience with all the other venues and what's going on and what ha- what are the terms to have a, a safe trail, uh, a sustainable trail, um, and all that made us build in a different way and made us have uh, more attention to l- more details. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, and like I said, the um, the way that the feedback from the riders helps a lot, and so, but it's. It's. I mean, all the all the our guides and we were here at Freeride. We ride for a long time. We were quite experienced riders. We've ridden in other places and got a good experience. And we also have a lot of experience guiding beginners. And it's good to have the balance between the beginners and the professionals. So we can mm-hmm. build trails that are good for beginners and good for professionals. And have that balance is great. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So many racers fly to Madeira to, to train there in, in the winter. Uh, what makes Madeira so special? What prepares that prepares the people or the racers for the racing in the on every con- continent yeah. in the world? 
Yeah, yeah. So since we since we started the company, one of the first uh, a lot of the feedback we were getting was that Madeira seems like you're riding on three and five different continents, <laughs> and from there you can understand already that we have a big diversity of, of terrain. And it's compact in such a small island that permits you to to get to different places really quickly. And you're and like in one day, I'll give you an example. You go to this area just above the capital of Funchal, one of the most popular areas where part of the EWS was held. And you you ride down from that ridge up there. You ride down north, and you're riding in rocky, slippery stuff, wet stuff. Mm-hmm. You turn. You, you turn up, you come back, you shuttle back up for like 10 minutes and you turn, you start riding facing south and you'll be riding down really fast, dusty ridge lines into mm-hmm. like fast, burmy eucalyptus forest. And it just changes completely in such a short period of time and, and really allows you to improve your skills in different types of terrain. And, so, and there's really long tracks. There's tracks that can be up to like five, six kilometers. There's tracks that are just like one kilometer long. And I mean, yeah, it's uh, all types of terrain, really rocky roots, fast, smooth, man-made, but more natural stuff, a bit of everything, really. I think it's awesome. Perfect to get to get prepared for a long season. Um, so, yeah. so you're starting with three people, then you hired a, a trail builder and a bit more people coming in. Today, how many guides working with you? So today we're about 10 people, 10, 11 people full-time mm-hmm. at Freeride Madeira. So we have like three full-time guides. We have a full-time mechanic. We have a full-time uh, um, reservation manager. We have uh, two full-time trail builders, two full-time drivers, one full-time uh, event manager. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's yeah. a, that's a lot. Yeah, so and it has grown along the time. Yeah. A lot of Healthy. people, a lot of people to pay, especially during this this uh, last true. two years. Very How was true. this um, the last two years for you? Uh, it has been has been a bit a bit bad at the beginning. At the beginning, it was a bit of a, a breather, to be honest. Like we were, we have been working for the last ten years so hard to organize all these events, to guide so many people. We'd have like four, four or five vans going out per day, um, trail building nonstop. It, it was kind of like before. Oh yeah, this might be like three, four months, and it'll be just like a relaxing time. But actually, it wasn't. Yeah. Uh, and then. Then yeah, we've had some um, some some help from our government. Government, fortunately, um, and has helped a bit. But it's still pretty hard to to pay all the costs we have. We we've always grown gradually. Our company we've never made big investments, so mm-hmm. we don't have any big debts to to pay. So nothing like that. So we, everything's managed well, fortunately. Um, but yeah, we, we're hanging on. We still have some, like some countries open up, like Poland, Czech Republic. Um, that people that are starting to come to Madeira that they they wouldn't come before, and we kind of managed to pay all the wages of everyone. Mm-hmm. Managed to earn enough money just for that. Um, 
And yeah, we're, we're holding on. It's not bad. It's not, not too bad. We're not feeling like we have to close the company or anything like that. We keep, we, we, even though when uh, every, our company was on layoff, we just we kept on going out and trail build all the time and ma- yeah. making sure that the trails were prepared for our event, our annual Trans Madeira. And uh, yeah. yeah, we never stopped really. <laughs> so di- so you, you did have the chance to, to use this free time for a for a good reason like building trails building building yeah, more yeah. stuff okay in a bit more easier pace and yeah yeah exactly <laughs> okay exactly and how how many trails uh, have you built in the in the last 10 years oh man <laughs> i have no idea how many <laughs> but uh phew, so, how, so how big many. is the trail network now it's it's about 50, 50 tracks, more or less, yeah. in, on the whole of the island. There's more than 200 kilometers of trails on the island. Great. That sounds, yeah. that sounds Spread across amazing. east to west, yeah. <laughs> a, few years a, a, a few years ago, you started this event, um, Transmadera. Exactly. Um, what kind of a race is it? So, it's a multi-day stage race. Uh, it's five days of racing. And each day you go to a different area and you camp each day on a different place. Um, it really allows you to ride the best trails on the era that we choose for each event, the trails that are in best state, the trails that we've prepared for the event. Um, it's a great gathering, it's a great experience. You get to, to ride together with some of the best riders in the world. Um, get to experience our gastronomy you've got uh, the catering staff that that are, that are locals and make sure you have you you try out the best uh, dishes of the island and you <laughs> camp at, at the seaside at, at the beach you camp like in uh, on parks in the seafront of the capital uh, on the grass Uh, and, and at the end, we always take people to you give them a bonus, a bit more of a la- relaxing night, and you stay at a hotel, which is great by the sea as well. And yeah, it's an amazing adventure. <clears throat> at the start, uh, the first edition, it was a bit more physical. We, we of course, we all the, we always hear the feedback of the of the riders, and year by year, we've been adapting it, making it better. There's a bit more, sh- there's well, like one or two more shuttles in between the days now to make mm-hmm. people have a bit more strength for the downhills and enjoy them a bit more. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's basically the the race format of our bike holidays con- concept, which we've, <laughs> yeah. 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 You've got a great timing system as well, by the way. We've got a great timing system, uh, the same as the Enduro World Series. And we always uh, have... Um, media uh, we've got always two photographers two or three filmers that are actually also shooting the Enduro World Series as well and other great events uh, so you get to have a lot of footage for each rider gets their own photos and stuff and we've got daily videos it's an amazing event everyone thinks it's mind blowing everyone that has experienced it yeah. so even the most travelled rider like Brandon Fairclough and And so on and so on. I think it's one of the best experiences they've had. So it's yeah. pretty cool. Since uh, um, since I saw the pictures and the video from there from the first year, this event is definitely uh, on the very top of my bucket list, and I 
really like you have it. to come it's i mean i really like these formats because um i can't remember trails so i can't train for <laughs> yeah for yeah, yeah, yeah. So this, is, this format suits me really well because uh, yeah you with yeah, so many yeah. trails and so many days you you have to adapt to the trails super fast and that is true, what true. i really really love so yeah there's uh, a lot of people that like that kind of riding sometimes yeah. you actually ride better when you don't know the trail yeah yeah that's definitely <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Um, will this event take place this year? Yeah, exactly. So just uh, last week, we've got the confirmation from our health department here, from our government. So we're moving on. We've got green light. COVID cases in Madeira are super, super low, super controlled. Right now, we've got like nine cases a day, something like this. Mm-hmm. Uh, so got green light to go with all the mm, measures that we have to have. Um, and yeah, we've got on the lineup about 120 riders at the moment of a total of 140 that got registered. Mm-hmm. Some of some people had to cancel, unfortunately. So we still have a few uh, places left for anyone that wants to to have this experience. And uh, it's the lineup this year is so good. We've got lots of good riders like yeah. uh, Matt Jones, Jonah Jones, Keen Brune. Uh, Jerome Clement, you've got it's, it's so it's going to be good. I think it's going to be great. Yeah, it, it, it sounds like, and and everyone is so hungry for racing, since there yeah. wasn't wasn't too it's, much going on last year, and exactly, uh, yeah. this year is starting super slow. So I think it's, uh, I bet it's a it's an amazing event, and you you will have a have a great time. Yeah, I, I think so too. I think it's uh, it's a great event to get started with your racing uh, season as well yeah. this June. Yeah. So what do you think? What is the most important thing or skill a rider should bring to the Transmodera? Well, you you have to be a good have a good skill level because some of the trails are can be quite demanding if they're wet, especially if they're wet, but uh, the ones that are more natural, a bit more facing north, they could be a bit more um, demanding, but um, there's a lot of flow trails really, and a lot of people from really all all levels of skill would have fun, but the I think the crucial part is your physical condition, because it's five days of racing, you, you're doing like 40 kilom- 30 to 40 kilometers of riding each day, uh, it's mostly downhill, but... Uh, yeah, after after the second, third day, you start to feel it on your body. And if you mm-hmm. want to have fun and enjoy a bit more, you should prepare yourself physically, that's for sure. Um, so, yeah, it's, it would be it's over 2,500 downhill a day, more or less. And um, some days, the biggest day is 1,600 high meters of climbing. That's our biggest day. It's an <laughs> epic, huge day. It's beautiful. Like, everyone says... It's totally worth it. It's such an incredible experience. But other the other days will be at like seven seven hundred meters of climbing because mm-hmm. we put shuttles in between the day seven six hundred. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's uh, that's what I think you should have in mind for sure. Yeah, and especially the, really the the big thing is racing five days in a row. I mean, even the exactly. the best uh, the best races in the world haven't done it yeah. so often. Because not yeah, yeah. you have one or two racing days and that's it, but five in a exactly. row, it's yeah, it, it's hard yeah, on your body. Pretty, yeah. yeah, it's pretty demanding for sure. <laughs> but it's it, you can do it. It's a, 
a big um, feeling of achievement once you finish. Everyone, it's incredible to see everyone's faces at the end. Everyone's like so hyper, so happy. It's so good. The feedback is incredible from people. It's yeah. so fulfilling. Yeah, yeah. I, I heard so many good things about it. So yeah, I, I cool. will be there good next year. <laughs> <laughs> good to so, hear. Since 2011, you have been constantly involving and creating new formats, um, trails and races. Um, what's next? Do you have anything in mind what, what's coming up next? I mean, we've got other events in our minds, I mean, that we would like to organize for sure. Um, I mean, we really just want to keep pushing Madeira as a better mountain biking destination, keep developing the trail network, making it better and better. And bigger and um, yeah I mean like organizing a World Cup downhill race in Madeira would be would be really good something that we'd love to organizing a marathon international multi-day marathon race but more like uh, let's say uh, the BC bike race mm -hmm. uh, something like that uh, yeah uh, and other things you know I mean yeah it's there's so much there's so much you could can always do and then uh, this as a company like us yeah perfect hey thanks a lot for the time um Thank i wish you. you all the best with trans madeira that you all will have a great time and i bet you will thank you toby and you're welcome anytime thanks a lot anyone anyone and out there wants to come <laughs> hopefully yeah. we will uh, we will see us pretty soon on the trails so for sure toby can't wait to shred with you see <laughs> thanks. you soon bye bye thanks for your time bye, bye. see ya bye